I'm really in, into the religion and the practices of being a good person. And um, I wouldn't say I'm very religious, but I'm very spiritual. When when are you actually going to start practicing all this? Um, right now, I'm doing my preliminary research. Okay. You know, I would say it's fully baked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we covered that, I think. You are an acolyte. Life, life mm. is good. Can't complain. Do you, do you feel like you're an altar boy aspiring to be a priest? No. 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 I no. mean, uh, I, I always had a fantasy of uh, altar... I mean... That's a great. That leads us into our first topic here. Okay. Um, incest, porn, pornography, or how about um, priest, altar boy, um, fantasy, things of that nature, where there's a clearly big age difference of someone that obviously is of legal age to begin in the, to well, participate yeah. in the um, industry, but may look a lot younger say like they look like a minor but they're obviously of legal age they're major i stay away from that okay one of our friends ended up doing hard time in federal prison because he got caught with stuff on his computer of underage people or at okay. least it was alleged when it might have been planted there we're not sure exactly what happened we he never seemed like the type of person that would go out trying to get that but Somehow the FBI caught him with it, and it ruined his life. He's out now. It was it's beyond horrible. No, I understand. Yeah. So I just when I hear that, I just my radar goes up, and I just turn it off. Yeah. But I was an altar boy uh, when I was starting in the sixth grade, and nothing ever happened. We there one of the priests at our church ended up being one of the most notorious offenders. This is in Phoenix, and I think he's long dead now, but he was a pretty bad person. And he was in charge of the altar boys for and, a short time. And did you know Did you know that was going on at the time that you were in, participating in the church? Yes. There, it, was, it only came later, came out later. People were saying, oh, did you know so-and-so went up to Father Glutch's room and stuff happened, and we're all wondering what? We barely even knew what could happen. Mm -hmm. and so you were naive at that point? I, was, I would say I was naive, yeah. No, there was a time when I was in um, middle school, and the principal at the time probably was, I would say, at a t and you know, knowing what I know now, was probably grooming me to an extent. Oh, my. Yeah, and you know, later I found out he was indeed homosexual, oh, but he would take me out of class in the middle of the day, and we would play chess oh. um, for one or two hours while I didn't. And um, he would bring me cookies. This cake. was at your grade school? Correct. And was this a Catholic grade school? No. Or? Okay. And, and he, was, he was just a friendly guy yeah. that yeah. wanted to have, have, I think, the company of a younger wow. guy hang out with him. Well, was he mentoring you, no. or was he was he truly grooming? I I believe it was truly grooming, knowing what I know okay. now, because he he would pull me out of class for half a day, and we would be sitting in his office playing chess, talking. Mm. Oh, here's more, you know, cake, cookies, lunch, whatever. Oysters. Yeah. Have some more oysters. <laughs> that would be a bad sign. Yeah. Well, let's so for you it was covered love. Mm -hmm. For I, you, it was covered, covered sure, love. Sure. Yeah. 
you've got something, therefore you were there. Please, yeah. please resume talking about your spiritual journey. I did, shouldn't have made light of it, and I'm sorry, and because it's serious. Huh? And Buddhism. Yeah, I, you know, my my idea. Um, so I, I also have been watching a lot of uh, What Would You Do? It's a TV show with um, uh, Mr. Quinones. And he does a lot of um, like social experiments across the United States where it puts people in these awkward situations, such as where, um, you know, well, a lady, uh, you know, two very beautiful ladies were seen putting, you know, um, a pill or some type of uh, powder into a gen an older wealthy gentleman's drink. It was all staged, they're all actors, but they would do it in a way to make someone in the room or in the bar see what they were doing but kind of do it discreetly and would they a just you know mind their own business b speak up and let the gentleman when he got back from the restroom say hey they put something in your drink or you know how would you get involved in those situations is this uh, abc news didn't they used to do this on the abc network it's, probably. It's, it's not a series it's a recurring yeah but no, that so it makes me wonder, like, what would I do if I were in those situations? If I saw an injustice where, you know, little kids were picking on a little black girl or something of that nature, would I speak up or would I? And I, it's I want to live in a world where, um, where I where you do speak up if when you do see an injustice, and I think that's what's causing me to get to become more spiritual into doing good deeds. Um, in addition, I also, I, you know, I went to the Jewish Community Center and took a couple of courses there with a Chabad rabbi. Mm -hmm. And he, there was, there was something I learned in that whole instance, which was you can always do one more good deed in a day. Whether that's, wow. you know, turning off the light to, you know, save on fossil fuels and prevent global warming. You know, it, it, the idea was to, um, regardless of what it is that you're doing, to slow down for the little old lady that's crossing the road. or You can always do one more good deed no matter how big or how small it is. Now, what about the shoes? The other day we were talking about this, and you mentioned something about rubber shoes and Buddhism. Yes, yes, yes. So the idea of rubber, rubber shoes, so people take their shoes off when they're going into a Buddhist temple, and the idea is um, the rubber prevents the electromagnetic radiation from being one with the earth, so that's why you so take... So it can't transfer. So it can't transfer, exactly. So that's why you take off the shoes so there is no barrier between you and the earth. This is only when you're at the temple, or is this all the time, or whenever possible? I think it's whenever possible, particularly when you're at a Buddhist temple. So when they're out in the real world, and they have to wear shoes, maybe they try not to wear rubber shoes, but some other kind of shoes. No? Possibly. I, don't, I, don't, I haven't got that far yet. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm in chapter one. Okay. It's a journey. It's a journey. That's why it's a journey, because You've you're only at the, the first, first step. You're only at the first exit. Yeah. Right? Correct. You had told us uh, this is a recurring theme for you, and uh, we know that that's part of what makes you tick, if not most of what makes you tick. And uh, that's a good way to have your life approached, that you view things in that manner. It's not always easy, but I've heard you come in after a 
very tough day with tough customers, demanding and um, overbearing. And you'll say, yeah, it was a tough day, but I can get over this uh, tomorrow. Yeah, so we can work this. Furthermore, they don't realize that I'm always in charge. <laughs> right? Yeah. I have to say, Daniel, you don't seem nervous right now. Never. <laughs> I never get rattled. <laughs> no, so the reference to yeah. our audience is yeah. I had a client recently who um, I'm selling their home, and after seven days on the market and no offer yet, and it's a fairly expensive home for the market we live in. Outlying and, as well. And they asked me, um, you're not nervous that we, and they were kind of, they were stern and serious when they said, you're not nervous because it doesn't look like you're nervous, Daniel. And I said, I'm not. And their response is, well, we're starting to get nervous. And it kind of led into an hour's worth of discussion, pretty much me defending everything that I'm doing to get their home sold. Defending? You said you were put in a position of defending? In, in a way, yeah. I, I mean, I wasn't rattled, but I was, I was reminding them that this is the way things go. Oh, it was swordplay. Correct. Okay. Swordplay. I, I like you that. know, I do yeah. like a good sword fight every once in a while. Good. Quack quack quack. <laughs> Those are always fun to see. Who has the upper hand? Quack <laughs> quack like, quack. Like fencing. <laughs> exactly. Touche. <laughs> Well, I've had a, I'm starting another internet romance, this time with Jordan in Bulgaria. We've talked about this a little bit. Did we talk about this last week? Or no, did it I don't started believe we yet? did. Okay. And the chances of him listening to this are just about zero. He told me that he's not interested in listening to a podcast unless it's video, YouTube. And since we're audio only, and his attention span does not support this, they'll freely talk about him. He has a Mercedes like mine, and I'm, we've started talking on the Facebook group. And then it turns out that he's gay. And I wouldn't say closeted, but being a gay person in Bulgaria is not the same as here. You think, oh, all of Europe is liberated. No, not all of it is as liberated as we might think so, it is. So is it more like New York pre-Stonewall? I don't know about that. Gay marriage is not legal in Bulgaria, countrywide. It is not federally protected. But is homosexuality illegal? Well, I don't know. I haven't asked him that. He's a bit sensitive about all of this, and I sort of think Understand. that that's yeah. one of the reasons he's sensitive about it is that it's, it is hard to be a gay person in Bulgaria. And to be honest, he probably doesn't have anybody else to talk to, so he resorts to online relationships to get this out which is the strength of that platform Correct. yes i agree yes. i'm happy to talk to I him mean, about i it. remember when i was young and exploring mm -hmm. you know exploring my own sexuality and mm -hmm. i i would turn to the internet and I, I you know and to this day i still do sure he cannot talk about this with his parents they're engineers and i guess they're educated and somewhat open-minded but not that open-minded so he's who does he talk to about it? And maybe I'm serving that purpose, I don't know, but I'm trying to be careful. I had a conversation with a friend recently, and it, it kind of went around these lines of, you know, if, if you were younger, would you do anything differently? Or if you could mm. be anybody that you wanted to be in the world, um, how would that look? 
and their responses. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know who I would be or what I would do, but I know I would be a gay man because mm-hmm. that's all I know. Mm-hmm. It's all I know, too. Well, there was a time I didn't know or I wasn't sure or I, I had no idea what was really going on. And it took a while for me to figure it out. And those, that was a scary time, a few years of scary times. But Explain that. What do you mean scary times? Well, that I thought, oh, I'm making a huge mistake. Oh, I'm making an even bigger mistake. Of being gay? Right. Did you ever... There's no way to go back. Yeah. That was it. Once you're out, you're out. I would... I did feel that way. I did feel that was the case. Yes, yes. I I agree. In in college where I was talking to... Like a first... Like I had a first... um, boyfriend at the time kind of he didn't want the relationship and it was obvious but i and i wasn't pushing him to be in a relationship that they, that he didn't want to be in but i did at the time at least want some little recognition or s- some little type of um exclusivity but he didn't want to give that to me and that was fine and my my counter to that was okay he doesn't want to be any have any part of this i'm just going to come out and then that way he'll have to choose either he wants to be my friend and participate in the relationship Mm -hmm. with a gay guy or Mm -hmm. not and there was a huge internal struggle in college when i was figuring that out whoa well how long and that lasted a year, two years? Yeah, maybe about a year or yeah. two. Um, and now we no longer speak to each other. And Whoa. Yeah, it wasn't a good relationship. No. It was no. very one-sided in hindsight. Hmm. I chose not to pledge, in college, chose not to pledge a fraternity. Uh, I thought, oh, this is not right. They're all jogs and all these guy things and kickers and, you know, dances and all this kind of stuff. Um, about the next year, I thought, well, this might be an all right idea because I get to live off campus in the frat house. Now, that's a real plus. When I pledged, there were with some resistance. Uh, Vern Yonke, <laughs> who would sit on the couch and light his farts on fire. Uh-huh. That's the kind of person who was voting against me. <laughs> I still light Wait my, a second. I still light here. my farts on fire. <laughs> it's, it's, so the Groucho Marx line comes to mind. Do I really want to belong to a club that, like would, this, have, yeah. that would have me yeah, as a member? Right. Uh-huh. And uh, did you finally decide, no, this is not for me? No, I, no, I went ahead with oh. it and had a, a fine two-person bedroom with you know, a full-length window to the woods next door mm-hmm. it was fine okay. um it was party time yeah. and it was also getting to you know young pledges so i i got on better with guys a year or two younger than me hmm. uh, i found them to be more well-rounded hmm. and a bit more playful i don't mean sexually although that i was just beginning to uh really get comfortable with feelings for other men it was like, oh, this is really how it's supposed to be. It's not something to fight. It's something to really give into. Did you retreat from that, or once you made that decision, was that the end, um, the beginning? Yeah, that was be- the beginning. Mm-hmm. I didn't come out until after I graduated. And it was funny because my friends said, oh, good God, we could have told you that years ago. What took you so long? Did you yeah. have fun during your college 
Oh, lots. Years? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and besides being a frat boy, uh, there was this, uh, uh, it was a Lutheran college. Uh, Luther, as a matter of fact, is his name. And they had mission teams, <laughs> folk song mission teams. It was after Pope John the Twenty Third. Oh yeah, and uh, that whole Catholic right. mass with guitar masses and all that. Oh so yeah, we would travel around the Upper Midwest, Iowa mm-hmm. and Minnesota and Wisconsin, and be, be guests at these churches for weekend retreats. Mm. Uh, so there was lots of kids being kids, and it was fun. Uh, and these are. Iowans and farm girls and boys and, you know, rural kind of people. So really nice, pure kind of thing going on. So there was a juxtaposition between that and how I felt. Oh, okay. But it was okay. We were all friends. Good. Yeah. One thing Jordan said to me the other day during our big, long discussion on Facebook was he wants to just get on a plane and come to America and find a husband who wears a flannel shirt, has a beard, and drives an F-150. He and everyone else, sister. <laughs> well, I said... <laughs> get I said, get in an, line, get in yeah, line. Yeah, I said there's an ample supply. <laughs> and then... Do you think there's an ample supply? I do. Well, I don't know about that. Well, there are a lot of people who look the part, but... I mean, uh, straight men like to dress up. Mm-hmm. They like to role play. Okay, yeah. maybe that maybe that's what's going on. Yeah, but we know that's going on. But in terms of like sexual preferences, I don't know. I I mean, I don't know. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but it seems like tops are the ones that are in demand because there's an oversupply of bottoms. That's probably true, and in fact, that came up too in our discussion uh, because we'd had we we covered a lot of subjects and. One of the subjects was how frustrating his previous relationships have been that they, he's had four or five relationships in 10 years, and the longest one lasted four years, and the shortest one was a week. What was the line? Um, he says uh, long-term, he was long-term relationship-oriented. I'm getting to that. Okay. That's what I'm getting to. So after he had explained that most of these had blown apart because the guy, the other guy was not interested in long term. He was more, let's just have fun. I just want to have fun. And you happen to be here right now, but there's probably going to be somebody else. And Jordan did not take to that at all. So then later on, I said, so are you a top or a bottom or both? And his answer back was, you should be able to figure it out. Okay. He said, and then to help me, he said, how many tops do you know who want a long-term relationship, or who are, re- <laughs> how many tops do you know who are relationship-oriented? Okay, so there's your answer. There's my answer. And for those of you in the audience that don't inherently get that, most tops aren't relationship-oriented. Exactly, exactly. And I said, I, I wrote, I, my reply was, well, that's the kind of a Darwinian thing. We're, we are not surprised. That's kind of how it goes. It's part of the programming. So that didn't help any. <laughs> He's still frustrated and confused and angry most of the time. I don't know how to help that. but And then he got his Mercedes stuck in the mud trying to help his grandmother, who then slammed the door on the seatbelt and destroyed the interior door panel. Oh, yeah, he had a bad weekend. 
Now, somebody well, it else... It is winter in Bulgaria. It is winter in Bulgaria. What do you expect? Now, another strange thing happened with my friend who <clears throat> runs a, an antique store here in town. I pick up radios and give back radios there to my clients because I don't really like them coming to my house, even though I work on this stuff here at my house. So anyway, he agreed to let me meet folks there. Well, the other day, he was not in a good mood either. And what's the matter? Do you want to talk about it? I'm not sure I want to talk about it. I said, okay. About It only took two seconds for him to start talking about okay, it. Okay, I'm ready to talk I'm about it. I'm ready to talk about it. That's okay. Good. I'm glad you are. Thank you. walked in the door. Well, he had been, he'd called in a sandwich order at, and I'm going to say the name of the place, 4th Avenue Sandwich Shop. Do you know that? Is that a real place? Sure. I think it's a real place. He called in the order. Okay, That's it's ready. The name of it. He goes in there, parks the car in the loading zone in the front, which you're re- I guess you're not really supposed to be there very long. He parks his car in the loading zone, goes in. The guy at the counter is having a flirtatious chit-chat with a woman who is not buying a sandwich at all. They're just shooting the breeze. And he's saying, like waiting, waiting, um, I do have an order here that I placed. I'll be right with you, that kind of thing. He goes back out to check on his car. Comes back in. Now there's this big, burly, tattooed guy at the counter, also having a conversation with the with the um, guy at the thing, the register guy. My friend tries to excuse himself into the thing and say, "I just here to get my sandwich." The guy turns on him and said, "You little bitch, faggot, and all this kind of stuff." Starts in this giant confrontational scene. This is at 12 o'clock on a Monday afternoon. On 4th Avenue. On 4th Avenue. Where everybody belongs. And I think that might be part of it, is that the, the Rainbow Crossing, the, the IBTs is all that's left, yeah. and uh, the drop-in place that SAFE owns that, that has been a long time getting off the ground. It, oh. it just opened shortly before everything closed. So the fate of... LGBTQ people on 4th Avenue is in question. It certainly is now. They could well be pushed out. He decided, he told me that he wants to take a boxing class or a a self-defense class and or purchase a weapon and have a concealed permit and carry it with him when he goes downtown to get a sandwich, which I tried to rain on that parade a little bit. I didn't want to rain too much, but... Are you sure you really want to go that far with this? But it had ruined his week. This was two days later, and he was still struggling with this and how to process it. And I didn't know what to tell him other than, well, please think about it. Don't do anything rash. I don't know what else to say. Well, okay, look, there was Linda Ronstadt, who was all set and did move back here with her her child, her son, and enrolled him in school, public school here, and... uh, He's not a sissy boy, but but the other children in the classes were just haranguing other kids was in the class. Gay? No, well he's was I, mean, I don't know. I mean he's eight years old. Um, so she wound up leaving town, went back to San Francisco, and and made public comment comment that she was not going to live in a place where people were allowed to treat other people that way, mm-hmm. especially if it's their hometown. So we, uh, we are in danger in this town yes. of losing 
elements of our humanity. And the, the wall was the real huge nail in that coffin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so uh, look, Blake and Laurie, how th- their lives have just come to a total stop. Why did their lives come to a total stop? During, during the lockdown, once a month, they would hold uh, a food drive in their car oh, and, oh, and oh. get things sent across the border. But there's no... He, Blake worked with the Tone Odoms bi-nationally mm-hmm. for the past several years. Well, that is no longer the case. He hasn't been able to go for the longest time. So, yeah, the, it's, it's right to be worried. It's, it is worrisome. You know, I'm not sure how to approach it. I think being mindful, knowing it, it's like that out there, encountering it before, before it becomes larger is really important. One thing that uh, has been determined is that there is an LGBTQ group that meets on Saturday morning, Saturday at noon, about self-defense. It's free or whatever you want to put in the volunteer box. And it's on 4th Avenue, and my friend said he was going to go there and attend and see what's what. All right, Daniel, let's switch topics here. You found something on the Internet, and you shared it with me a few days ago. This is by, and we'll go ahead and say who it is because this guy put this on the Internet. Logan Stevens, he's this ginger porn star. If you keep sex separate from drugs and coercion... I believe it's super wholesome good fun, no matter how creative, kinky, or how many people you choose to include. Smiley face. Well, yeah, smiley face for sure. Okay, and I think that brings us right back to the initial topic, uh-huh. which is about incest and that kind of thing, and that yeah. would be without coercion. And in all of those cases, oh. I think what over lays every one of those, whether it's altar boys or incest with the younger brother or whatever, or father with the son, that's big in northern Georgia. Um, pardon me, the you people in the Peak Is State, it? I didn't mean to you know, malign. Uh, but all of those are coercive acts. Well, what is the age, how do we define the age of consent? Here it's 18, but in Europe it's more like 16, isn't I it? so. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and did you know it's different for different sexes? So oh. I, believe, I believe in some states in the Union, it's 14 for men, for boys, and 16 for females. I did not know that. Yes. 14. Wow. Come on. <laughs> well, that is really young. I guess we would not expect a porn star to say anything different. That's, that's, does he have a husband? Does he have a faithful? Uh, does he? Well, how does he define fidelity with his husband if he's making movies with other people? I think it's a job. Yeah. I think that's how yeah. he sees that. Well, and he's a sex worker. And, Correct. And when we say that term, we usually think, oh, prostitutes, call girls. But uh, there is a huge element of male mm-hmm. sex workers. Yeah. In this country and worldwide, and lots of wannabes would be sex workers. Who could if they? Who certainly would be if they could be. Mm-hmm. I'd be a sex worker if I could be. Okay. I just need to lose fifty pounds. <laughs> well, they put, you into, they put you into a category. And then, <laughs> there you'd be. You there you, yeah, I don't have to lose any weight. <laughs> there, there's a channel for for that. 
yeah, that you would not have to do anything. You're fine <laughs> just the way you are. Thank you. Well, see, Thank you. Body positivity. You're, you're, yeah. all, you're all yeah. pottery. And, you know. <laughs> hey, you, we all look the same in the dark, right? <laughs> all I can see well, you, yeah. you slide <laughs> really say. well through the water in the pool. I mean, you and water were meant to be. <laughs> I did buy a domain waiting to see if, any, if I can sell it for huge money. So far, no takers. Ottermen.com. Ooh. Well, it's coming. O-T-T-E-R-M-E-N.com. So if anyone out there wants to build a website and they have all the expertise to do it, which I don't. And the content, yeah. Well, the content, this would be a hookup thing where you just throw it out there and whoever wants to start signing up, that's how it builds. Mm -hmm. So... So far, apparently, otters are not enough in favor yet that they are desperate to hook up on their own website. (laughs) The demand is yet there. i got to say, that is a great website domain. (laughs) It costs $25. Otter love. I don't know about that. Otter love. That could be the animals. And we love the otter (laughs) animals. But otter men is different than otter animals. So, I wish we had more interesting things to talk about, but we've run out of interesting things to talk about. We may have run out a long time ago, or did you suddenly think of something? Well, what I do want to bring up is that this is Super Bowl Sunday, and here I was, not even aware of who was playing. Yeah. So that's, that's I suppose, the the first clue that I'm other than than other people are. Well, the homoerotic nature of football is ever-present. A lot of guys... Get off on it, yeah. and uh, I I don't see it that way. I I I'd rather they didn't have all that cladding on. Yeah, them. you know, they're too robot-like for me. It is. It's like uh, transformers. I, I, that, like that's episode. why I dragged you to rugby. Oh, I, rugby I was thought, fun. This yeah. is a beautiful sport with yeah. beautiful men mm-hmm. doing beautiful things, yeah. and sometimes getting injured. Mostly getting injured. One one day we were watching NFL right here in our house. There was some some seasons I pay attention, other seasons I don't. But this was a season I sort of was paying attention. And they, there's a play in the red zone, a close game, a couple points apart, and the guy is running. One of the running guys tries to dive over a pile of other guys to just get the ball into the end zone. And one of the other guys reaches up and grabs him by the waistband of his pants, pulls it down, and here's his jock waistband and his bare butt on live television, and there's nothing to stop it. Woof. Yeah. So immediately the announcers, there's dead silence in the booth, and I believe he did make a touchdown. There was no gasping. There was just nothing. And finally, one of them made some kind of little joke. Well, we're sorry, folks, if anyone was offended. And then that was it. They went right on. Of course, I wasn't offended. No it was one fun. was offended. Many, Everyone many was people were quite shocked. And yeah, many people were not offended. Now that is a halftime show you don't want to miss. And it wasn't even it hadn't even started yet. All right. So, along those lines, for those of you in the frozen north, that would be above the northern tier states. Saskatchewan, Manitoba, yeah. um, where it's just freezing cold right now. I understand. I feel your pain, your shrunken balls. Uh, it's in the low 80s here today. The sun is getting 
surrounded by the cave, this would be a good day to get a tan or a mm-hmm. burn if you're not careful. Yeah. So uh, those of you who would like to spend a little time in the sun, please come down here. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's not much going on, but it's a beautiful place to be. L is for the way you look at me. O is for the only one I see. B is very, very extraordinary. E is even more than anyone that you adore. Love was made for you and me.